Welcome to the Tribunal. I'm Danny with Jameson. Hey. And Chris Wern. What's good? We just watched episode eight of the challenge, Spies, Lies, and Allies. We saw Puzzle Queens and Kings, TJ's yacht, and Huey's giant ass send him home. We're going to do Kill Bitter <laughs> Send It Home, <laughs> Jameson's Juicy Deeds, and MVPs and Losers. But first, I've got some questions. We hadn't seen much from Jeremiah and Priscilla. Should we have our eyes on them after this, Jameson? I don't know. I mean, maybe. I mean, they definitely like came to play, and I, I they definitely shook the game up, and they definitely you know added a lot to it. But I'm not, I'm not, I'm not scared of them. I mean, I'm not, I'm not shaking in my boots. Um, I think that they're fun, and I'm glad that Priscilla, you know, took a risk and. Because it was getting a little boring going after the rookies every week. You know, we get it. All right. You know, they are the rookies, but it was a little lame sauce. And uh, I'm glad that she shook things up. Having said that, they killed it in elimination. They, they physically, you know, they look great. They have a great personality. They're fun. Uh, I really love Priscilla tonight. I thought she was excellent. Um, killed it. But I just, I don't know. I, for some reason, they don't have the fire that I'm, that I'm scared of at all. They got a lot of shoulder shimmies. I will say that. Uh, <laughs> they do have that. Lots of shoulder shimmying going on. Uh, yeah, I agree with you, Jameson. I think this was like the first night I feel like I've actually seen Priscilla. Like, I think she's maybe had a couple talking heads scattered throughout the season, but like she hasn't really done anything or said anything or been a part of anything up until this point, which, you know, again, good on her for going in and winning. I think. She and to me, like if it was just her against Berna, I think she would have been in trouble. But the fact that Huey's uh, ass was in the way kind of helped out. <laughs> um, and Jeremiah, you know, I think Jeremiah could be good. But again, like I haven't seen a lot of him. I respect him for what he said in the little deliberation room about uh, wanting to go in and earn his stripes, essentially. And I mean, if CT says respect to it, I got to say respect to it as well. So uh can't disagree with that but yeah i don't know they're uh i don't know if i'd be wary of them yet i think you know they got new vet partners i think that's cool you know that's gonna keep them in the game a little bit longer or maybe not since everybody's in the same situation but yeah i don't know not scared of them really don't you know (laughs) we're all very nonchalant right now about about these two (laughs) they really are getting our bones shaken i mean I'm not afraid of them, but it was a pretty, like, they're bold actions for people we've heard nothing from so far. Like, Jeremiah, we've seen make out with Amber a couple of times, and Priscilla, like you said, like, it's been in a couple talking heads, but, like, to demand to go in and then to turn flip the whole game at the end, I was like, Jesus, this is a big first uh, first appearance from these two eight weeks in. I mean, it's like, the, the, they're certainly on, on the radar now. Yeah, well, I mean, when you make Ashley mad, I guess, which anybody can do, uh, you get some attention. So there's that. (laughs) Now, Wern, did you see the wrinkle of people purposely going in just for a chance to change partners coming? I guess. I mean, I don't know. I didn't even like think when this all happened and everybody's like, they're changing everything now. And I was just kind of like, well, this was going to happen like either this week or next week. Like 
So I don't know. To me, I was just like, this is going to happen eventually. Like you're going to run out of rookies and like, eventually this will just be the situation. So like, I was like trying to do the, the mental gymnastics of like, wait a minute. Like if she chose Nelson or something like would, would it have been like another rookie pairing, which I guess maybe it would have, I, I don't know. It was like, it was hurting my brain to try to figure out. So I was just like, all right, you know, um, this has to happen at some point anyway. It was hurting my brain too. I, I, I will admit I am not a smart man, but that was, it was hurting my brain too. I couldn't figure yeah. it out. Like I'm sure them all being there and living and breathing the game every day, like they're running the equations in their head, but like when it's just an hour and a half long and I have to like, and it's really distilled to like five minutes and I'm trying to watch a challenge or an elimination in the middle of it to like do the mental gymnastics of like, why this is like significant i can't compute like i'm just like i'm just not quick enough to keep up with that right now <laughs> like i have no and idea what's going on. they don't really fill us in on those conversations it's always like should we throw this person or this person where i'm sure there's just as many conversations where it's like mathematically we need this to happen and we're safe but it just seems like a boring thing to, to have yeah yeah <laughs> and like i feel like they could have done you know, in the edit, they probably could have just like led someone to be like, hey, you know, you should um, talk about, you know, they did some of the talking of like, I'll give them credit. They did some of the talking in the beginning of the episode, like, oh, it's been the, this has been the plan. The vets just vote in the rookies, but they should have like done a little bit more of a breakdown to like, you know, justify the reactions that they had of like, whoa, Priscilla's like blowing up the game. And it's like, is she? Like, I don't really know, you know, it was hard to follow. I don't know. Because <laughs> I, I think it, it really – go ahead, Danny. I, I feel like this happened a couple times last season, but towards the end where it's like, I want this partner for the final, where now it's like the rookies have been left with no other choice but to be like, I'm either going in against my will or I'll have a purpose for it, which I feel like is interesting, at least from a producer's standpoint. I don't know if that will continue – once they're all gone because it seems like they're still going to be you know taken out yeah well and yeah of course you can still write like the the agency can still just throw in whoever they want and like Bettina hasn't gone in yet and so I imagine yeah, get Bettina in there I mean frankly I didn't know Jeremiah's or Priscilla's name before tonight's episode well so like I I think you know it's cool that they shook things up but I just don't I agree. I don't think it's like, whoa, like, holy shit, the game has changed. Now, if, if TJ said, these are your partners for the rest of the season or something like that, uh, there's no more switcheroos, then yes, then that would have felt like something bigger. But it's really just like, okay, now all the vets are kind of still going to gang up on you. Whoever's on that, you know, that team with a rookie is just going to be, you know, they're, they're going to either going to be a guy's night or girl's night, and you're going to know that ahead of time. Like, that's just what it's yeah. going to be. I really, you know, I really wish one of these eliminations would be, like, guy versus the guy, girl versus the girl, and, like, whatever shakes out, shakes out. Like, I, I want to see him mix it up within that, you know, and, like, this new team is just a new team. I feel like they kind of did that maybe a few seasons ago or something, but, like, yeah, I don't know. I just don't like, like, oh, they get out, and now they got to pick new people. It's just kind of, like, becoming bored and formulaic and just, a little bit like, yeah, it just kind of sucks. Whoever you're stuck in there with, like you could just kind of get screwed over. And it, it limits what the eliminations are. Like 
tonight's I thought was decent. Like I thought yeah. it was okay. Yeah, that was cool. But for the most part, wow. it's usually like you're tethered together. You got to solve a puzzle at the end. And it's just like, this is not as cool as just wrestling over a stick. Let's be honest. Yeah. Double wrestles. Oh, always for the double wrestle. But I didn't mind the climbing up a pole like a bear. Yeah, that's great. No. Get that, get that honey. And that live, that live edge knife. Yeah, that was really silly. You know that they like doled up that blade so that oh, yeah. you know no one would get actually hurt. So it took them a while to really get it done. <laughs> well, and it was just massive too. It's like they took it off a giant medieval axe and stuck it on the pole. Yeah, it was very, it's very odd. Uh, totem pole kind of vibe. It was riveting, obviously. <laughs> we'll always remember it. We'll always remember that elimination. For the butt, we will. Oh, God. Can we, we can talk, have a whole segment about the butt. Oh, we'll get to it. Let's do killed it or send it home, Chris Worm. Uh, so tonight, Jeremiah spoke on something in the beginning of the episode or towards the beginning of the episode. He's, he was talking about looking around at people uh, and saying, you know, he's seeing people who are good at running, good with swimming and good with math as like the three things that you really need to be good at uh, with the challenge. And I thought math kind of just stuck out to me. So killed it or send it home is math as important as running and swimming in the challenge. What are your thoughts, Jameson? I'm going to definitely say killed it. I've seen so many times in this show where someone goes home because they sucked at a puzzle or math or, you know, like, I mean, people who are like, you're thinking they're going to win it all. They, they, they lose because their brains aren't very good. You know um, what a sentence that was to <laughs> say that sentence. Spoken like a true smarty pants. <laughs> true brainiac. <laughs> so I, I just think like, you know, it, it's kills all the way, man. Like, yes, you need to be in top physical shape for sure, but you need to be able to like, do a Sudoku, you know, or something. So killed it all the way, Danny. And my first inclination was to send it home. And then I was like, I think it is killed it because now, especially the last few seasons, it's not always just a puzzle. It's like they automatically, they have to do long division. They have to do like weird equations without a piece of paper or anything. And some of them I'm like, put on the spot after like a three mile run. I don't know if I'd be able to do some of this stuff. So I, I will say killed it, but for Jeremiah, like, where are you seeing all these people doing math? Are like people sitting around the house balancing their checkbook? Like, where where is this happening? <laughs> oh man, I have to I have to agree with you guys. I'm gonna say killed it as well. It is again, like, and you pointed out both of you. It's just like we've seen people go so far and then just crumble on a math problem, and it's just like really disappointing especially when it's like simple math but to your point danny there are some lately it feels like the math has been turned up a bit uh some of the turned up turned up that math got turned bro uh that's a <laughs> sentence that has never been said before i no. think maybe by a mathlete who knows maybe yeah maybe by a mathlete who could be good at uh the challenge maybe maybe future winners are going to be mathletes and just freaks like CT. 
I'd be down for a nerd challenge. That sounds pretty funny. Who knows? What do you got, Jameson? <laughs> Um, I had so many tonight. I never do. Usually I'm scrambling for a kill that are sent at home. I was thinking about, is Amanda cool now? Um, I thought about that. She's kind of winning me <laughs> over. I was thinking about, was the ass moment at the end of the episode the funniest thing that has ever happened on the challenge? I mean, God, it's so funny. We'll talk about it more. But I wanted to do something a little bit that just kind of puzzled me the whole episode. The hate for Berna. I mean, it just feels like really aggressive. Um, I get that she's probably not the friendliest, but the, the, you know, how do you guys feel about the hate for Berna? Kill it? Do you think it's, you know, adequate? You think it is deserved or send it home? Not deserved. Based on what we've seen, I have to send it home. I, there must be something that hasn't been in the edit because even CT has talked shit about her. Yeah. It seems weird, but from what we've seen on screen, I don't really see anything other than her hooking up with Nelson when she was already sort of with Ashley, but I can't blame her for not taking that relationship seriously. Yeah, I uh, I agree with you, Danny. Like, there's got to be something else. And I would add the only other thing that she's maybe been a part of is, like, not liking Amber and her Amber stories, uh, I think, as she put it, which... <laughs> I was kind of like, yeah, you know what? I agree with that. So I don't even know how people could be mad about that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Something's definitely being left out. It seems like Nelson's the only one who actually likes her because he's attracted to her. I don't know. So <laughs> yeah. Having sex. Yeah, um, yeah I, I'm with you guys. I just thought maybe you guys saw something earlier in the season that I didn't because I was watching and I just felt like it was – I just don't get it. It just feels very, and believe me, I dug deep with the deets. I tried to find, like, did something happen? Trying to see, I didn't find anything. So I don't, I just don't get it. I don't get the hate for, her. you know, she comes in, she seems like she's fine and nice, but yeah, something must have went down that we didn't know about. Sending it home. Danny. Well, last week we uh, talked about TJ as a father. And then this episode, Huey talked a little more about him wanting to be a father so killed it if you would want huey to be your father and send it home if you would not uh me thinks i'm gonna send it home because i'd be talking like this <laughs> for the rest of my life nailed uh, nail the accent <laughs> yeah i don't know i i mean come on i don't want huey as my father sorry huey i'm sure he'll be a good father if he gets there. I guess he's not getting the prize money to pay for the surrogate. I don't really know that just has he talked about that on the like any episode so far? No, that was his first time. Yeah, I, I think he may have mentioned it, but he he made yeah, it I was seem like, like that was his thing. Right. Like it, it just I don't know. It felt like very um, it's like a very serious thing to just like come out of nowhere in episode eight of the season. I was just kind of like, whoa, okay. And, you know, yeah, I don't know. I can't, I don't, I wouldn't want a dad who's like afraid to, uh, you know, jump off a rock or something, whatever. He's been, <laughs> he's been a lot of things and goes, yeah, man, and cusses people out when shit's hitting the fan. So, yeah, I don't know. Send it home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to send it home as well. I mean, the thing is, too, is like at first you think, oh, you know, he wants a surrogate, he wants to have a kid. And you're like, oh, that's sweet. But then you go, wait a minute, 
you need money for, how about you save your money stop spending all your money on fake butts and fake cheeks and fake lips and you know like you know buy buy a surrogate figure that out right because that <laughs> yeah, makes me feel like if you if, if that makes me feel like if he was my dad and i say hey dad i want to go to baseball camp he'd be like oh I wish we had the money for baseball camp, but I got to eject more shit into my ass. So <laughs> it can't happen. I mean, he's just, he's not a good father. Like the, the father details that he needs to work on, you got to get your priorities straight, buddy. I mean, I'm, I'm all for you having a kid, but I don't want to be that kid. No, thanks. Your, your dads have never spent money on fake butts before. <laughs> Not that I know. No, we're learning fast that our dads have not done anything close to eating on this show. <laughs> that should be yeah. a new segment. Let's get the rid of James and Juicy Deeds. And would your dad do this? <laughs> the only fake things that any dad has ever dealt with is fake bait and tackle. That's it. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want to be boring, but I'm going to send it home, too, just because I think he'd be a very loving dad, but I think he'd be a total spaz, and he's going to raise a very nervous kid, I think. Like, he has no control of his emotions, and, like, I, raising a kid already seems nerve-wracking. I think he's just going to be a, a crazy person when it happens. But now I want to see, like, a little mini him. Like, you know, like, comes out of the womb, like, with a fake tan and a fake little baby butt. Like, now that... That sounds so funny to me. Like, I want to see that skit, you know? But yeah, anyways, I agree. That baby. <laughs> Time to get juicy. With Jameson's Juicy Deeds. Howdy, folks. Uh, who wants some juice to quench their thirst? Uh, well, you might want to go elsewhere because I don't have a lot tonight. I'm <laughs> pretty dry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's a theme for tonight's episode. You know, they can't all be winners. Um, all right, guys. So the only uh, little deets I have is these little, little deets. Um, did you know that when the, when the cast votes, um, you know, every episode, a lot of them were cheating. They would see, each, they could see each other's tablets. And if they saw one person vote, they would wait to, to, to vote on someone else. And apparently there was a lot of cheating going on all around, um, which I thought was kind of interesting, kind of a little mini uh, squirt of juice. I mean, it doesn't shock me. They're in this giant house, but then when they vote, they're in this <laughs> tiny little room all standing with, I mean, it all seems pretty visible. I thought that was almost sort of the point where it's like, you know, you're, you're on the hot seat and you're all voting in front of each other. Like, it doesn't seem like last year they went into a little shed, right, and made their own private vote. So they didn't seem to take the steps to uh, hide anything. Yeah, I kind of think, um, I wonder if that would just bring a different dynamic if it just really was just straight up out there. Like, who are you voting for? I mean, like, I know that's kind of happened in the past. But yeah, I don't know, with the team kind of setting going on, maybe it's something different. Because usually it happens with like you're voting within the team to put somebody in or whatever it is. And yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe there'd be uh, more sparks flying around that room. Yeah, I need some more sparks. I, I mean, this sh this show goes through phases. You know, they're like, oh, you're going to vote in secret now. You're going to vote in a big one big room on a giant couch together. You know, like it's always the same. Kind of, I'm ready to go back. They've done the secret vote for the last four seasons. Give me give me right in their face. I want to see the the live vote again um 
bananas guys is single uh what a surprise and guess what he cheated who would have thought really bananas a cheat bananas a cheater uh yeah he was in a relationship for a bit though um and they are done she put out a long long instagram uh message uh, on her story this week talking about it but she asked us to please respect her privacy so that's this is all i'll talk about it i guess is the second woman from the reality tv universe there is no sources to confirm or deny that um, i don't know who it was but it was it's pretty blatant that he uh, was not faithful um Bananas, the man who took $250,000 from his partner. Um, next up, I thought you guys would appreciate this. Turbo is apparently joining, uh, this is gross though, Cara Maria on a workout tour across the country where they show up at places and do like workouts for people. And, you know, people probably pay up the wazoo to do it. But I thought very interesting, Turbo and Cara. I, I was going to say who the hell is going to pay to do that. But, um, you know, I've attended a uh, challenge reunion. <laughs> I, in college, some of them came to speak and I, I went and, you know, listened and, uh, um, you know, may, maybe I'll be there and uh, watch Turbo work out. You won't actually work out. You'll just watch them work out. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not dumb enough to think I can keep up with Turbo and Car Maria as much as I make <laughs> fun of her. She's in great shape. He's gonna I would definitely show up for that and watch. Yeah, he's going to ask for your autograph. <laughs> what was the thing you were screaming? What was the thing you were screaming in the last episode? Oh, uh, pussy chicken. No, it was that. <laughs> it was like, no, no, my walk. No one copy my walk. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what it was. Um, and last but not least, there are rumors. Um, that the format of the show is going to change. In um, this season or next? In, in this season. Rumors of a format change. A TJ switcheroo. A TJ bomb drop on spies, eyes, and allies. <laughs> I'm fucking out of it. But yeah, format change. Who knows what it's going to be? So those are the those are the deets. The dee dee deets. You undersold them. I thought they were pretty good. I always do. That's my goal every time. Yeah. Solid, solid B deets. B deets. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take a B. That's passing. Chris Wern, your MVP of the episode? Uh, my MVP tonight is Priscilla. You know, I don't know. I had a hard time picking some people, but I thought she deserved it for, you know, not only because she won elimination, but you know, like we said, she's kind of been in the dark and then kind of stepped out and, you know, had an actual part to play in this episode. And maybe she'll have some parts to play going forward. I especially liked um, that she called out Amber B uh, in the deliberation room. That's really what sealed it for me. I just thought, you know, she, Amber B was just talking so much at the club or whatever the heck it was. And and I think it was just a smart move by her. I mean, even though she ultimately went in in the end, um, yeah, why not try to get somebody else thrown in there? And Amber B was talking a big game. And, uh, yeah, I thought it was a good move. But, yeah, she's living the fight another day. She made the change. Uh, the, the vet alliance now is all broken or whatever the hell that is. 
that weird math that we couldn't figure out. So, yeah, she's my MVP this week. Solid, solid, solid. Ditto. Double it up. Um, she had a coming out party tonight, fellas. It was, I mean, she was fun. She was aggressive. She, you know, spoke her mind. It was, it was, it was entertaining to watch. And I, I agree, Chris. I think, you know, the deliberation when she just called out Amber, who I'm really not a big fan of. I don't know how you guys feel about her. She just kind of was like, I get she won. But I love that even, who was it? Uh, Emmy was talking about her, how she talks about last season all the fucking time. It's like, all right, get, get, get the hell out of here. Boring when we all agree, but it's Priscilla. Who else are you going to give it to in this episode? She called everybody out. She went in there and won. She looked pretty good doing it and uh, had some choice words for Amber, which you might hear more about in Chris Warren. Who's your loser? Uh, Yeah, it's Amber. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I just, I think everybody agreed with, with, uh, you know, Berna and, Priscilla and it's just like man I can't even imagine being there I'm tired of hearing Amber's stories of like how she won last season the whole thing that happened in the club when she's talking to Josh and Casey I mean like I'm so happy Casey and her little talking head was just like we all see right through it like you're not gonna go in but just the like the ego like I'm like yo you're kind of like turning into a fessy in a way like the ego of like, well, I am a champion and like all this talk. I'm just like, dude, shut up. <laughs> I'm just tired of it. Like, and it's only He's tired of it. There's only a matter of time she gets put in her place. Like, I imagine she will. If she wins again this season, like, then I don't know. I want to say, like, I won't say a bad thing, but that's not probably not true. <laughs> yeah, she just needs to be humbled, I think, because uh, it's just annoying. I don't know. Amber's my loser the end jameson <laughs> hey danny i got a question for you do you know the average cost of a bud implant <laughs> let, let me see if my dad's around real quick to ask <laughs> well danny the average price of a bud implant is five thousand dollars per cheek okay per cheek. per cheek buddy Per cheek, when you spread them open and open them up wide, it's 5K each, all right? Make them puff out, make them boom, boom. Give it that little, you know, fucking Sir Mix-a-Lot. And that's why tonight I'm giving my loser to two those two beautiful, plump, plump cheeks. We saw some plump lips a few seasons ago with Chris's girl. But these plump cheeks were losers tonight. He couldn't get up that pole. Because his butt was so big. It was so funny. And when they screamed out, it's his ass. It's his ass. I just, I, I've never laughed harder at a challenge moment than that moment. I thought it was so funny that this guy can't compete in an elimination because his ass is too big. Not from, not from choice. No, he spent 10K to make sure that that ass was big enough. And I just, I thought that was a, a, the perfect blend of loser and idiotic idiocracy all in one it was so funny uh that's my loser his butt (laughs) do you think anyone has ever gotten one cheek done because they couldn't afford both at once (laughs) and waited for waited to get the left cheek afterwards i i don't think so man i think you you gotta you gotta figure out a way to get both because 
that'd be just be uncomfortable sitting on it. You know, if you're like oh. leaning to one side, um, you got to go under twice to get one ham at a time. <laughs> it's one thing to get your, your, your breasts done or, you know, maybe a, a facelift or, but man, can you imagine wanting to get your butt just bigger? Like that is just so silly to me. It's just so silly. And I mean, in- if anyone needed one, it's me. I was born without butt cheeks. If you guys have ever noticed, I can't even keep my pants up. I have no butt whatsoever. It's like my back just continues and there's a line down the middle of the bottom of it. Like I just have no <laughs> substance whatsoever. So I could use a little bit of cheek there, but that's too much butt for me. Your back goes all the way down to your ankles. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Danny? Um, mine was Amber as well. I feel like it wasn't too many episodes ago that I gave her the MVP for coming into the season late with this quiet confidence, immediately winning a challenge. I was like, wow, this is like a true champion. She's carrying herself like one. And now it's anything but. It's like she it's like she hasn't been there before. You know, she's like bragging about it. The whole I'm going to go in and bring him back. I'm going to bring him back. Just felt like, first of all, just purely for the cameras. It never felt like she was ever going to do that. It just felt like drunk boasting. I don't know. I, I just I don't know what happened between those episodes, but it just hasn't been a good look for her ever since. No, you know, it, I was thinking about this, too. I just like. And I, I don't mean to be like, you know, we love CT on this on this podcast, obviously. But like, look at CT. Does he talk about winning? Does he ever like brag about it? I think the most he said about doing puzzles tonight was like, yeah, I'm pretty good at puzzles. Like, he didn't say he was the puzzle king or the puzzle queen or the puzzle master or whatever it was. Like, he just, I don't know. Like, that to me is like, that's a guy who knows what he's fucking doing. He's a guy to look out for because, and we all know that's true, obviously, but it's just like, shit, like he, he just, he's humble about it amongst everybody because he knows better. He knows better than to put that target on himself. And she just has no awareness of it at all. I mean, she's practically still a rookie, really. I mean, the only difference is she was in more episodes last season than some of these other people. That's it. It's kind of ridiculous. I mean, it is ridiculous. Yeah. And more importantly, she's just not entertaining. I'm no. sorry. You can be, you can be really competitive and great, but if you just like have not, if you don't have anything else to bring to the table, get out of here. Yeah. You got curly hair. Cool. Like what's your favorite non-competition Amber moment? I couldn't even name you one. Yeah. No. She's no. almost like Lolo Jones, but didn't even go to the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> That's- that's the Burn. worst insult I've heard yet. That's bad. Low, low. Low, low. Jones, that's low. Yeah. No pun intended. Oh, oh, totally intended. <laughs> <laughs> Until next week, that's it from the tribunal. Don't be a layup. Don't be a quitter. You guys killed it. RIP to those big, beautiful buns. <laughs> Two hams, baby. <laughs> Holiday hams on vacation. Those buns don't quit, 